Welcome to episode 165 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. The man who drinks out of a pineapple under the sea. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Happy to be here. Really pumped to be here, actually. <laughs> uh, next up is Orienteering's answer to falling asleep at 10.30pm on New Year's Eve. Welcome, Ross. Hello, and um, I appreciate that SpongeBob SquarePants reference, Mick. Oh, I didn't good. get that. I, didn't I got it. it. He lived in a pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, yeah. Is that still going around for kids? Your kids watch that these nah, days? I just remember that? it from Cheese TV as I used to uh, eat breakfast. I remember the, the intro to Cheese TV. Cheese TV. All righty, before we go on with this nostalgia fest from 1997, uh, lastly, the man who was only one text message away from playing in the BBL yesterday, Ooh. welcome, David. I won't lie, I'm not happy to be here. And <laughs> that's the same as every week. Did, did you say 165? It feels like that number's never going up. Yeah. yeah get locked in these sequences of the, next the time it'll be 166. It's like we're, yeah. never, we're never leaving the 160. You can't go any farther. Well, after our 150, we've started again. So it's not oh, really. It's yeah, 16 episodes. So. Yeah, that's it. St- start again. <laughs> oh, double sorry. up. Let's Very not true. Again. Fucking hell. Yeah, we'll double Bowler's up. Name. We'll double up. <laughs> Let's not double up here. 320 episodes. <laughs> Fuck you, 320 fortnight issues oh, of our lives doing oh. this podcast. Welcome. Welcome. I have anyone to drink. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. All righty. So we'll kick off with the most important thing going around, and that's the ashes. So, um, is this still going? It is just yeah. just on the smell of an oily rag at the moment. So we had the third day, uh, the third day. We had the third <laughs> test even, which was Boxing Day at the MCG. <laughs> so uh, the third test would see the debut of Victorian superstar, podcast favourite, and the second Indigenous player in the history of Australian test cricket, the Bull Mastiff, Big Scotty Boland. Yes, Alexander. Um, and just an Ibla update, that's the International Big Lug Association. Scotty Boland is president of the universe now. So, yeah, yeah been recently yeah, nominated by uh, Suleiman Ben, voted for him. Um, <laughs> it's a, he's, a, he's a, he's a, yeah, Flores. <laughs> yep. Oh, Flores, Flores put his Flores. stamp on it. And you know when that happens. Imprimata. Everyone is in the, yeah, the, the blue smoke that smelt like cheeseburgers come out the top of the uh, <laughs> Citadel at the uh, Ibla Vatican. <laughs> the Ibla Vatican, so KFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think it's the Art Deco Maccas in Clifton Hill in Victoria. That's the Vatican, the best looking fast food shop uh, in the world. Had the uh, go. No one cares. <laughs> I must say, Mick, it was a cunning plan when I sat down the day after Christmas and the cricket was on. I thought, what are you doing with my scheduling? This is like, this is the same every year. This will never catch on. Oh. I could never do this. Sydney's <laughs> like, fucking, that's dumb. Yeah, um, happy St. Stephen's Day, too, for, for that day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, England once again would ring the changes. They drop Rory Burns, Ollie Pope, Chris Wokes, and Spig Stu Broad. They would be replaced by four equally uninspiring players, which I'm not going to bother naming. Good. Um, so... <laughs> Australia won the toss and elected to have a bowl. Uh, England would get rolled for 185. Joe Root would make 50. And Johnny Bairstow, without the gloves, just batting in the middle order, looking like a clown, would make 35. How'd he uh, go out, Mick? That was good how he went out. Yeah. He oh. tried to duck a stark bouncer and just ballooned it up off his glove to the gully. That was he, good. Real he good. Is like, if anyone ever goes, oh, what would happen if a park cricketer got to play test? Like, that's <laughs> Johnny Bairstow. Like, that is it right there. Rocked Johnny up Barstool. to the English side. Uh, well, what goes, you oh, you keep it my own club. Yes. Like, keep for a while because they realise you can't fucking keep it. <laughs> Yeah. What, are you, what do you do at your old club? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I keep a bit, you know, keep a batsman. Oh, no worries. Here's the gloves. <laughs> Absolute symbols. I <laughs> uh, uh, just wanted to jump in there that uh, Dave gave him a new nickname today, which was good Johnny Barstool, which is <laughs> <laughs> very appropriate. <laughs> it's a little mistype on the old texty texty, but it's very appropriate. Well done. I run with it. Yeah. I oh, run with it. Yeah. Hey, it's an original. That one, we'll keep that. We'll put the yeah. stamp on that, say copyright that. Only mid-off cricket podcast can call him Johnny Barstool. Okay. So uh, from the bowling side of it, it was 
really good endorsement there, Alex. So Paddy Cummings would take three for 36 and not, and Big Nate Lyon would take three for 36 as well. The Aussies make oh. 267 in reply, and it was Marcus Harris who would get 76. Batted very, very well, Marcus did. And Warner would get 38. Jimmy Anderson would lead the English attack, taking four for 33. Um, so England would then come out and have another bat, and they would get rolled for 67. Oof. So you close. 267, did you? No. <laughs> 67. Oh, shit. So uh, Joe Root would get 28 to top score, and Ben Stokes would get 11, and they were the only two players in double. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, my math is correct. They lost by an innings and 14 runs after we made... 260. Yep. Fucking hell, that's embarrassing. And the that's... reason that happened is because they finally did the fucking right thing and got a Victorian quick bowler in there. MPG specialist Scotty Boland, who would take 647 on debut and get his six name up. Seven. Not bad. So uh, Stark Rolls take three for 29. Um, unsurprising, the man of the match and the first man to be awarded the Johnny Mulag medal for the best on ground in the Boxing Day. So the first was... Australian, isn't it? Yeah. First Australian? Yeah, sorry, first Australian because they gave it to someone else last year. So it doesn't count, Alex. So, um, so Scotty <laughs> Boland, so the big bull mastiff was best on ground. So that's um, very, very cool for him. Um, so loser of the match was Joe Root for wasting a 1,700-run year on this bunch of fucking Muppets that he plays with. Because that is yeah. just... If they got like, it, it, it was Joe Root on 1,700 for the year, Roy Burns on 400, and Extras on 500 or something. Also, mm, by the way, Red yeah. Burns on 500, yeah. Extras yeah. on 400. That was their top three scorers for the year. Yep. Extras outscored. Fuck it, all these other batsmen apparently they have in their side. So Terrible, Mick. Terrible. Um, they Can I, are if you... fucked. Quick couple of little stats here about how short. So Australia took 12 days to win the Ashes, which is equal to some of the shortest ever taken. And um, it took just 852.3 overs, the smallest quantity of cricket ever required for Australia to win the Ashes at home. Best game ever. Yeah. Third test lasted just 180 overs and four balls, making this the earliest any team has ever lost a five-test series. (laughs) Ever, any team, ever. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's the undefeatables. Mm. Um, is this the indefigabetables? I don't know what the word was. That's mm. it. That's how you mm. say it. And is the English side the unwinnables? Uh, I think yeah. they're the Washington Generals. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty poor by England, really. Like, Real I mean, yeah. I like how they, they I keep going on about how much they planned for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. four years. Yeah, the only thing I've seen them plan is a really shit system of rotating their bowlers. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think rotating your bowlers is not bad. You just got to get it right. Yeah. Which Australia demonstrated pretty much in the 2019 Ashes. It's as close as I've ever seen a team Mm. come to doing rotations correctly. And Australia got a bit. um, Piece of shit all. They still made a couple of mistakes towards the last two tests. The last test or something, they brought someone. Start anyway, back in, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was an issue. Yeah, something. Yeah, they they got a bit after they'd retained the urn, went out the window. But the first four tests, they got it right. So um, it's not um, easy, but um, I don't know. You just got to go with the plan. Like, what's what would the plan for Broad be not to play the first yeah, one three five even or one three four? Who knows? Yeah, you know, just can't follow it. Doesn't make any well, sense. Like, for a bloke who gets David Warner out for fun, Stu Broad yeah. and did so today, yeah. which we'll talk about yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. For him not to play the first test and not to try mm. and set the tone right from the no. fucking start, that yeah. is like just that's a white flag. Just get on the next plane and go home because you're not fucking serious. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there done. must have been concern around because he'd come off a calf injury that he hadn't played. He hadn't played. For ages, yeah. recovering yeah. it. There must have been concern he couldn't get through the first it's test. Story is he was fully fit. That's what they told yeah. us. Yeah, Even but there must have been a concern around I, I it. Like there must have outweighed the risks and benefits. They'd, of, if they'd waxed and waned and swapped in and out, Broad and Anderson, I could understand it. Yeah, oh, play yeah. one of them at least. Yeah, yeah. and they they like alternated. <laughs> I could get it. 
And then maybe as the series went on, they both played or something like that. But if they but, get injured, fucking deal with it then. That's why oh, you've got the squad. Yeah, pick that's your best it. players. I, and if they get injured, pick your second best player. You don't pick and the thing you don't, with, it too. with the rotation, though, you also you, you got to win tests early in a series. Mm. Like you can't, and particularly away from home, you can't come from behind. Yeah. This never works in cricket. You can, it's like, you know, test wins on the board in a series. Being 1-0 up, it's like runs on the board. They've got to chase it very mm-hmm. hard in cricket. They've got them, we've got to get them. That's it. First rule of cricket. That's it. But also, look, I can't get behind the, oh, they're a bit worried about him because he might have been undercooked. Because they've played Ben Stokes for four fucking tests now, and I'm mm. sorry, but that bloke yeah, undercooked physically. And he's raw. The shit he's been through, he might be undercooked mentally as well. And mm. they've rushed mm. him into this side and put so much emphasis and pressure on him to try and fucking win. That I'm mm. sorry, you can't then tell me, oh, we were trying to protect Stu because we're a bit worried about him. It's like, no, no, no. If you if you should have been worried about anyone and trying to look after someone's fucking well-being, it should have been the big red-headed New Zealand bloke, not fucking Stuart Broad. Yeah, that's just my theory, though, Mick. I mean, no, no, that's, I that's not coming out of, like, England at all. They've said he was fit and they didn't want to pick him. Well, so. Yeah, we've got the inside word. Bullshit. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Me and whoever the coach is, Silverwood or whatever <laughs> Silver, his name is, Silver, Tom peas in a pod. Tom Morris. Yeah, what's going on with, um, I must say, England uh, sort of come a bit unstuck. They had their holiday uh, Yarra Valley winery piss up and they got COVID on it. Yes, oh, I did geez. see that. That's a little bit sort of like, no, sort of like, um, oh, well, you didn't need that anyway. You could have just not come here. Anyway. Should have go. gone to the Motor Inn in Donald. The Bullock Shire in yeah. North Central Victoria has never yeah. had a COVID case till this day. They should have well, holidayed yeah. in Donald. Idiots. Yeah, safe. Well, speaking Donald. of COVID and COVID cases, we've got the fourth test is started today in Sydney. And Trav Head has missed out because he has COVID. I thought the... that was the last day today, Nick. Nah. It was the nah, 5th of it, January. Nah, when it's, that, when it's that, traditional 5th of January New Year's test. Oh, um, they're using the international fixed calendar. I yeah, get it now. Yeah, yeah nice one. Yeah. And uh, Gin's man, the uh, English coach Chris Silverwood, is also yep. not there because he has Old COVID. mate. Yeah, it's better to hear me. Old mate's got sick. And in a bit of a um, blow to the uh, Glenn McGrath, uh, sorry, Jay McGrath day, th- day three of the test, Big Glenn McGrath also has COVID and will not be at the test match either. So, oh, um, yeah, that's just the world we live in. It's the way we are. So, as we mentioned, um, Trav Head is out, which led to a lot of debate online about who was going to replace him and all that type of thing. Unsurprisingly, he was replaced by Usman, who was next in line and um, the logical choice, which is why a lot of people in the media didn't think it would be Usman because they don't think fucking logically because they're idiots. So, um, Who did John Ralph think was going to replace him? Yeah. Probably Madison or something. So like, oh. Madison's name was suggested by, I think, yeah. Kerry O'Keefe possibly. Um, Shane Warne wanted Mitch Marsh. So Usman's done something up that Warney Mitch Dark yes. style. Uh, um, I know why he wanted Mitch Marsh because Warney played with his dad. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think that was it. I don't think there's any other left field, but that were the other, that was Madison and Mitch Marsh's cool. names are bandied about. Madison makes more sense than fucking Mitch Marsh. Because yes. not to play Sheffield Shield cricket because he wanted to play white ball cricket. <laughs> and Madison's actually been making a few uh, yeah. Sheffield Shield runs as well. So. Yes. Talking about um, selection of this Test Eleven, Mick. What's what's happened to Jay, Jay Richardson? I don't know. I think he's like apparently he's injured, but then someone else is saying he's not injured, and then everyone's going, <laughs> "He took a five for he shouldn't be drops and blah, blah blah," and like they're losing their minds and fucking shit. But Scotty Barnes took six it. for seven. I think they're like I think I read somewhere they're possibly the best debut figures ever or something or close to it. So um, I don't know. So Jay High came in for Cummins. No, Hazelwood came in for Hazelwood. Yes. And then Nessa, Nessa came, came into Cummins. In so Nessa goes out because Cummins came back. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but then Jay High gets dropped. But no word. Apparently there's a foot fracture or something yeah, like that. Apparently he's injured. But mm. they've never but come what? out and just said. No. It's Why like not? they're playing ducks and drakes with the poms about like, not telling them who's injured. So they, or they're not, no one's scared of fucking Guy <laughs> Richardson, mate. Like, fucking hell. Like, no one's scared of you. They're not quaking in their boots going, fuck, they might pick Jai Richardson. What the fuck are we going to do? Like, well, Mitchell Johnson style. Yeah. They've already got to try and combat Stark and Cummins. Yeah. <laughs> Cummins the best bowler in the world. 
Like, get past him. They're like, oh, yeah, Rory Burns has never given a second thought about John Richardson. <laughs> pretty sure he wouldn't get to the first change bowler. <laughs> Struggles to get to, like, the, the, the second opening bowler. Either. He doesn't know what Nathan Lyon looks like. <laughs> <laughs> He's never met him. He's he never seen him. him. He saw him feud and he goes, who's that ball bloke? Yeah. <laughs> you got a sub on. Yeah, they got a dodgy. You got a dodgy batting for him. Ah. Who's he under? Uh, he so doesn't know what he looks like. So speaking of 11s, um, England made the change and they got rid of uh, big Ollie Robinson. His off spin obviously wasn't good enough and they got rid of him and brought back big Stu Broad. Um Aside from that, I think there was any other changes. Big Stu was living up to his reputation, sending down 120k thunderbolts after the rain delay today, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he warmed up. There was one was about 137 in the next Page over. But... But the good, the thing that really warms your heart is that the England selectors, after that solid 67, stuck through any of the batsmen. So you got to really appreciate that. Um, they're comedy geniuses. Whoever is picking the English side, they are fucking comedy geniuses. Well done. Yeah, I love it. I do like it, Mick, because, you know, you go, you bat poor in Adelaide, but, you know, took the test to a fifth day. We'll make four changes <laughs> and we get rolled for 67 hours. We'll make no change. Oh, we'll change one of the bowlers over. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, it is a little bit of deck chairs on the Titanic, though. Oh, like, it's like you swap a bloke averaging 30 and probably less this year with another bloke averaging less than 30 this year. I mean, like, what difference? But if you're going to shit the bed, you're better off getting games into someone like Ollie Pope than you are into John Bairstow. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I agree with that. He shouldn't have been dropped in the first place, I don't think. I mean, what's Bairstow going to do? He's shown he can't bat in Australia, at least. He's going to walk around with his mouth open. That's <laughs> Catching flies. You've got to keep him away from Luna Park in case they drag him back in and fucking put him in one of the uh, yeah. People are saying that they wish the series was closer, Mick, because it's good for the Ashes cricket, blah, blah, blah. I, don't, I actually don't want it to be closer. Grind yeah, it. Yeah, I never want it to be closer. Fuck that. I can fuck tell you right them. now, when it, when it comes to any sport, it can be cricket, it can be football, whatever it is, I can tell you right now, I had far more fun in 2010 when Collingwood played in the grand final against St Kilda. I tell you what, I had far more fun the second week when we won by about eight goals in the fucking week than the first week when it was a draw. I was like, fuck, we might lose this thing. Ever Flogging people is way more fun than Always beating people. Fuck that. Flog everyone. Win every test in three days. I don't care if it's not good for English cricket because guess what? I'm not English and I don't give a flying yeah. fuck. So <laughs> I'll happily flog them every day of the week. Just a quick one there. Um, now that Australia's batting first and wait and see what happens, there's, there's that mystical chance, Mick, that we might have the follow-on enforced. Uh, oh, yeah. For some reason, like, the Australians are scared of the follow-on. <laughs> we have to make more than 220 before that happens. Yeah, I know. Like, we're uh, we're, we're yeah, talking about follow-ons at the moment. <laughs> I know, but, but any time that Australia bats first, that mythical possibility arises. Yeah. yeah. But they yeah. have the chance. They don't take it anyway. It's mystical. Yeah, so fourth test started today, as we said. Aussies won the toss and chose to have a bat. Uh, they are currently three for 126 um, in a very rain-interrupted day. They were cruising um, for a while there. One for 100. Yeah, yeah, then the pill got a bit wet and a bit banged up, and they changed the ball around, and it resulted in a few wickets for the Poms. So uh, we've lost... Marcus Harris for 38, Dave Warner for 30, and Marnus for fuck all. Um, Marnus was in big trouble the minute Mark Howard talked about how he averages um, 100 at the SCG in test cricket and was literally gone like two balls later. Something, how he's just got to like zip it and just fucking not talk about records and not talk about this plate does that because he's fucking cursed at the moment. He's got more blokes out this year than the fucking <laughs> English bowlers have. <laughs> So, uh, in terms of wickets, Anderson, Broad, and Wood all have one. As we said before, Stu Broad got out. Um, Warner, again, where you expect him, about second slip, uh, edging behind. Uh, Harris was picked up by Jimmy Anderson. He set him up very well. Like, you watch the replay back, and he did the same thing to him in Melbourne as well. He bowls, like, like an in-swing, in-swing, all in the same spot from around the wicket, then goes over the wicket, takes the ball across him. Kisses the edge, first slip. So it's actually quite good bowling. So. A very good player bowling to a not-so-very-good player at the minute. Oh, mate, 
That's how important Harris is in the Australian setup. They've got to bring on their best bowler to try and get him out. That's it. Uh, like fucking, you know, fucking, he's a star. He's a star. And Wood <laughs> got out um, Labochain on a pretty ordinary fucking just product one that got a nick. But, yeah, hang yeah. the bat out there. Yeah. Uh, Jack Leach bowled okay despite a horrendous field oh. for his bowling. I mean, four on the fence the first time you bowl. Oh. Craziness. Well, on ABC was losing his fucking mind about it when I was listening <laughs> to it. What would I feel? Yeah. yeah. What do you expect from the bowling? Like, I think I put that in our private group chat. I'm like, what do you expect Jack Leach to do? Like, go at three and over because they'll just what? nerd all three to the deep He's, boundary. I think that's like, what they do. He's not getting a wicket. He's not getting a wicket with that field. It'd be a miracle. You'd have to jag it sideways and get a nick to first slip, which was the only close infielder. Yeah, he's not um, getting a wicket. He's allowed to bowl three fucking balls anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He only bowled two overs out of 40 on It's at the SCG. Yeah. It's fucking strange. I don't know. Like, obviously, they got no faith. Yeah, why was he getting but, picked? Yeah, that's it. Just pick, pick Ollie Robinson to bowl yeah, off. off yeah. I think uh, Australia missed a trick not playing Swepson. Here, yeah, I don't know about that. Like, um, from all accounts, they don't reckon the pitch is going to turn the way it normally does in Sydney, which is why they didn't pick him. They reckon so. doesn't matter. You don't just pick some bloke, <laughs> hey, there's a because oh, why did you swap that mess up for bowlers? Earn their, earn their fucking spots. Swepson I agree with like, someone played. in the media come out about it because you don't just give fucking test spots to blokes because of oh, this pitch oh, yeah. 20 years ago. Nah, fuck Mitch, fuck Mitchell mm. Swepson. But he's an SCG specialist. He's an SCG specialist, though, Mick. He's Ow. played three Shield games there and got eight wickets. Oh, <laughs> fucking wowee. <laughs> fucking, sorry, let me retract my statement right now. Fucking hell. I know, I also just made that up. So. <laughs> it's probably about right. That's the problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Eight um, wickets at 45. You start to sound like Warney Roscoe, who wanted to bring in a fucking quota system in county. It's got some, ex, got some X factor. Every though. county to pick a spinner, no matter if they needed one or not, they have yeah. to play them. Yeah, uh, they got about at nine. <laughs> they got about at nine. Uh, if Warney had his way, we'd have like Swepson, Lyon, Ollie Pope, James Muirhead. Imagine fucking. Then it might be. England might actually make some fucking runs if we rolled those four blokes out. Scotty Borthwick. Yeah. Pick. pick, pick. Pick Bison, make him bow off his. <laughs> <laughs> and then get the bow. You're in the sand, dude. He can bowl his off his. Oh, then, then, then Warner, then Warner, Smith, rolling and Marnus, who bat and bowl a bit of spin. Oh, Marcus up. North coming back from retirement. <laughs> he can bowl a little bit. He can be out. We can still have Steve Smith. No, that's good. Warner's got to bowl legs. Who cares if they can actually bowl or not? Pick Alistair Cook. He's our spinner. I don't care. <laughs> He's just got a bat at nine. That's all. That's oh, that's about the time for the second new pill. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just with one his spinner rule, his other fly in the ointment was he nominated this bloke as a spinner, but he's like Usman. He never bowls. Yeah. <laughs> he's lost it. Ross yeah, has flipped lost it. it. Flipped it in Imagine the darkest that. room in history. Uh, Why is your room so dark, Ross? Because I don't have the lights on. Okay, yeah, good, good answer. answer. Any... Yeah. All right, Roscoe, so you have um, messaged me during the week asking for some time oh, oh. in this podcast. Oh, 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 looking forward to this. So this is the first of your okay, two segments that we're going to allow you to have. So ah. the first one is you wanted to talk about England, England, England setting some records. Yep. So we're going to allow you to talk about that. <laughs> I, have two, I have two words or possibly a hyphenated word for you. Bullet points. All right, let's okay. go. No team has ever lost more tests in the calendar year than the nine defeats suffered by England in 2021. Wow. England have been bowled out for 100, <laughs> under 150 in a joint record eight times this year okay. in 2021. Eight. Yep. England batters have reached 25 runs 91 times in 2021. Joe Root converted 10 of his 18 25s into half centuries, including six three-figure scores. The rest of the team made 22 50s from 73 scores of 25. And how many hundreds do you reckon the rest of the team One. made? One. Rory Burns made 100 against New Zealand. I get bad New Zealand guy. Whoa. Yeah. That is off the big one, so. 
Yeah. 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 Smashed. (laughs) Joe Root is the only player, England player, who has averaged more with the bat in 2021 than in 2020. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Only one bloke improved is what you're saying. Yep. England have only had two players post half centuries in the Ashes. (laughs) Ballard and Root. Only three of England's. Only three of England's 15 tests this year did not feature a duck by one of their openers. Oh, just their openers. Wow. Three of the 15 tests did not have a duck by an opener. Jesus. Yeah, that is an amazing figure. That's grim. Now, England's DAR, which is duck acquisition rate, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and yeah. O-R-T-P-W-T-O-T-O-R Opener returning to the pavilion within two or three overs rate Have been stratospheric <laughs> Hitting an apogee of their orbit, you reckon That's it So there you go, Bo- dot points for you, Mick Thanks, Very good going. I think there's another stat now that you didn't have But weren't they the first team to make 50 ducks in a calendar year? As well, yep, yeah. they were. I love that last one though about the openers. Yeah, Only in three of fifteen tests, an opener not make a duck. My it? goodness, it's like local cricket. <laughs> well, yeah, it's oh, like no. my it's my, my batting history for the past together. three years. <laughs> Only three times yeah. in the calendar year of Alex Man playing cricket has he made more than one. Never more than just open. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a very good point. He's in in the first 10 overs, or at least in Australia, he has been pretty much. Yeah, they're often too far. Not many, mm. if any. Germany style. Concerning. Yeah. A worrying trend. Yeah. If, it, if it continues. Well, they're yeah, end of my segment. Think. Thank you, Roscoe. So, uh, in summary, England are fucked. Um, so... We're going to move on today for a little bit more international cricket. We've had a couple of retirements announced in the last uh, week or so. So, um, I hear Sachin Tendulkar's pulled the pin finally, Mick. Yeah, he's, he's, still, all he's finally retired from... Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to play Vets anymore. Yeah, Is that vets, enough? domestic, T20s, I think. Um, no more charity <laughs> fu- bushfire, fun- bushfire fundraiser games. He's not doing no more ice anymore. cricket. No. no more... No. That's it. St. Moritz not going back. Yeah, yeah. it's over. So, um, first up is former Victorian uh, legend and New Zealand batsman, Ross Taylor. So, um, Ross has announced that he will be um, retiring from international cricket at the end of this summer, or the New Zealand summer, we should say. So, the 37-year-old has been in the Black Cap side since his test debut in 2007. Seven? Yeah. So, when I say side, obviously across different formats, because he's obviously been dropped and things like that. But so he has a record New Zealand um, seven hundred. Sorry, seven hundred. Fucking that would be a record. It'd be a bad record. He's got seven thousand five hundred eighty-four runs in his one hundred and ten matches, and an average of forty-four point eight seven. That's really good enough to play for Australia. 44. That's how fucking good Ross Taylor is. Oh, so um, he's one of only four New Zealanders to play one hundred tests. He also holds Ooh. the nation's record for um, one-day international runs, scoring eight thousand five hundred eighty-one in twenty-one centuries. He also was the world's first player to play 100 matches in all international formats. So he's played 100 tests, 100 T20Is, yeah. and 100 ODIs. That's a good stat. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. And he also holds the record for the highest score ever by a visiting batsman in Australia when he made 290 in Perth in 2015. Massive. Yeah. I remember that. It was a road. It's at the Wacker. So, um, so Roscoe's going to finish out their summer. They play, they've got the Test, they just lost against the Bangers, and they've got another test coming up against them. Then they've got some T20s and some one-days against us, I think, coming up as well. They do. And then, the uh, so he'll finish out his international career in uh, late March, early April. So, um, good on the He's one of those blokes from, like, I don't really like too many blokes from, from um, other nations, but I always like Ross Taylor. I think, like, like I said, I joked about it, but I think he's just, he's, he's Australian in the way he goes about it. So I just really like he- He's a big, thick lump of a man, just clubs him. And he played for Victoria, so how can you not fuck him? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a Vic. He's a Vic. Yeah. So, they do do it better. Joke is he played for Victoria before the um, 
Big franchise bash. system in the BBL. So they played for Victoria. When we're actually winning, when Victoria actually winning shit because they didn't split our fucking state in half and send players everywhere. Sent Hodgie one way and McDonald the other way. But um, so there was a second retirement so. in the last week that wasn't met with the um, fanfare <laughs> and appreciation of Ross Taylor, and that was Mister Quinton de Kock, who um, similar to the way he, ha- he handled um, stepping down as captain, just decided mid-series that oh, I don't want to be fucking playing Test cricket anymore. That's so it, um, yeah, so he's so he's retired from Test cricket. So that let's start there because it got this whole like retirement no. work gets thrown around Stage really retirement. fucking no. easily and. Retiring means you don't play anything anymore, but he's not retiring. He's retiring from Test cricket. So basically, he's decided. So the plan was for him to finish this series against India. Then he was going on paternity leave because he's about to have his first child with his wife. And then once that all settled down, he was going to come back and keep playing red ball cricket. And he's just gone, no, thank you. That's enough for me. I'm not playing Test cricket at all anymore. So um, he basically has used the. not use. His reasoning is that he's got, you know, he's about to have a young family. He wants to spend time with that. He doesn't want to be traveling all over the world playing Test cricket and all that type of thing. So he will just travel all over the world playing um, ODIs and T20Is <laughs> instead. So, <laughs> and all the leagues, no doubt. Yeah. He yeah. probably play more fucking cricket away from South Africa now than he would if yeah. he was in the Test side. Might earn more money to go free. to the CPL probably if I was yeah. a free T20. Franchise freelancer type, I'd be looking to go to the Caribbean Premier League too. So fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'd, well, be, I'd go to Canada, I reckon. Yeah, it's bound to be no good, so you might run. You just yourself. <laughs> 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 Isn't that where Steve Smith and Dave Warner went? They were the, well, Canada were the first one to see the power of Ben McDermott. Remember, he was like one of only four yeah. blokes that was drafted when they first did the draft back yeah, in the day. That's right. I do remember. Yeah. Uh, Ed, talking about New Zealand, Mick, did you want to go through a bit of international cricket? Just I've got the scorecard up here. Yeah, well, I've got that in front of me as well. Do you want to do that or do you want to talk about the test team of the year? Oh, test team of the year. choice. All right, Ross. Go through the test team of the year for us, buddy. Then I'll go through the New Zealand. On you, buddy. Good on you, mate. No worries, champ. (laughs) Apparently, there's no... Oh, no. The test team of the year gets named in April or something. That's oh, when well, the ICC good. Um, name is. Yeah. But anyway, um, Fairfax Media put out a team. So here it is. Um, Rohit Sharma, he managed to play 11 tests. He made two tons, so he gets nearly 1,000 runs. And his fellow opener is Demis Kuranaratni. He's from Sri Lanka. Captain of Sri Lanka. I didn't know that. So no, he's the other opener. Batting at three, Kane Williamson. He only played the four tests because he's got that elbow problem. But um, made a ton, so he gets in. Manus Labuschagne made five, played five tests, made two centuries. He's at four. Joe Root slips in at five. Would you believe? Five. Just, yeah. Kane Williamson at three. Manus Labuschagne at four. Joe Root at five. Yeah. Well, Kane Williamson deserved to be there. Well, yes, I would say if you're okay. going to move, if you've got a bloke batting four who's made 1,700 runs, maybe he gets to bat four and Marnus yeah, slips down five. He reckoned he would, be, yeah. he would have earned the right to bat in the spot that he bats in. Yeah, so I'll just put that in the comments to this article I'm reading. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, take hey, that, Andrew. Woo-hoo. Providing yeah. some feedback, Ross. I like it. Dear Andrew, I love your test team. However, Joe Root has to go in at number four. Yours in cricket, mid-off podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was um, five. Number six, Rish, Rishabh Punt. He comes in. He played 12 tests and made a ton. Prick. 748 runs, if you don't mind, at nearly 40. Fucking hate him. And it dropped 18 catches, routine runs mainly. Okay, so that's why he got in ahead of Josh Butler because he dropped 20. All right. <laughs> Ravi Ashwin comes in at seven. He played nine tests. Took 52 well, wickets at 17 and made three, uh, one century. Mm. Oh, yeah, it probably gets him over the line, doesn't it? Yeah, gets you over eight. the line to bat at three, so you may as well get into <laughs> bat seven, then. Yeah. Uh, number um, number eight, yeah. big lug, big lug of the year, Kyle Jamison. Oh, big wow. lug. Yeah. Would have been before Bolo did his bit, but yeah, yeah unlucky, yeah. unlucky yeah, five, Scotty. Uh, five tests, 27 wickets at 17, so fair enough. That's a good one. 
Uh, um, How many tons, Ross? Did he get yeah, no one? Tons. Maybe couldn't bat no. at three. Okay, yeah, couldn't bat at three then. No, no, not gonna. Um, uh, what's that? Then we're up to number nine, Axar Patel. He took thirty-six wickets at twelve, so he earned his spot. Yeah, the, ten in one inning. Took ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, this uh, is the uh, Indian Patel. This is the Indian uh, Axar oh. Patel. He runs that insurance company. Um, what's an Axar? Axar. Five five wicked hauls. Mm. Just dominates played, in India. Yeah, played all his games in India. Bullshit. Pat Cummins played four tests and took 21 wickets at 18. No century, so he couldn't bat at three. Yeah. One, one five-wicked haul, but he slips in to this team at uh, number 10. Just played the four tests. That gets you here. Okay, and yep. then Shaheen Afridi, nine tests, 47 yeah. wickets at 17. Ugliest man in world cricket. <laughs> Three, yeah, five, Pakistani Elvis. <laughs> and Chelsea, <laughs> Steve Smith, he got 430 runs. And he, he did get one century, so he could fill in at three. If he needed. <laughs> that's, yeah, he's counting the already. Um, 400 runs gets you into a test. Yeah, horrendous. 12. I, I must say, what stood out to me here is that there's Australians in there who played four and five tests. Same with the, the three Kiwis who were in there. They played, but he came in some four tests. It's an Australian know, player, it's a yeah, but it's a COVID year. But some other countries played like India, eleven tests, yeah. and um, South Africa played I tests. You know, I there's know no South Africans in that team. There's one Sri Lankan. It, it stinks. That's what it does. It what stinks. stands out to me is no Jai Richardson. That's what stands out to me. Unbelievable. Huge omission. Huge omission. Inexcusable. One test took yeah. by far. Yeah. Tests enough. Yeah, exactly. And I probably went, they probably went a day or two early on this because right. no spot for bowling. So, yeah, that's it. Who were they playing against this team? What's that? <laughs> the World 11. Mars 11. Yeah, and they've got um, Andrew Flintoff as captain oh, of the nice. World 11. Yeah, yeah big Scale opening. Yeah. Inzamam al Haq at two. Yeah. Oh. Army, He'll really give a four, fuck about the game, Inzi. Well, won't he? He oh, just yeah. really cared deeply and passionately yeah. about it. Let me yeah. look up that. Yeah. Muhammad yeah. Azaruddin is oh. at five. <laughs> Number six, they've got... Um, yeah, probably Sean Pollock six. got a gig somewhere. He <laughs> oh, was, yeah, not, I'm looking eight. the team up. I'm looking at the team <laughs> he would have got a gig. Dwayne, what was the guy from Bermuda? Jacques Cullis. He just loved Dwayne Loverlock. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne Loverlock. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then and then they got um, Shabakta. Oh, no, he's out with electrolysis. Oh, poor yeah, boy. No, electrolysis of general rewards. That's the one. Very yeah, common, concerning Common trend. fast bowling injury. Yeah. It's either side strain or that, one or the other. Toss a coin. Lower back hot spots. Yeah. Electrolysis of general rewards. Oh, How'd you go with that lineup for us, David? I've got it. Oh, oh nice I got it. Sure, Pollock yeah. played, didn't This he? is the six-day test one we're going through. Oh, I see, see Super Series, that's right. Super yeah. Series. Super Series. Three ODIs at Docklands and then one six-day test at the SCG that took about three days. <laughs> so the World Eleven squad was Graham Smith and Mark Bercher from South Africa, Ugh. Raul Dravid, Shaul Bakhtar, Andrew Flintoff, Steve Harmison, uh, Inzamamo Hark, Jacques Callis, Brian Lara, Matoma Elitharan, Sean Pollock. <laughs> Told ya. Miranda Saywag and Daniel Vittori. Saywag? Yeah. Mm, he was a good player. He was a good player. <laughs> Made triple tons for fun, Miranda Saywag. Well, he had the most triple tons ever, doesn't he? Him and- uh, yeah, something like that. It'd be close. Anyway, that's, that's a phenomenal player. Very- right, I'm going to jump the shark here. <laughs> International right. Crick, right. So thank you, Ross, and thank you to Andrew Woohoo from Fairfax who put together that terrible fucking cricket team. Ah, shit um, off, Andrew. So, um, we have touched on a little bit, and Ross mentioned it. New Zealand are currently playing Bangladesh in New Zealand um, in some in a test match. They got a two test series, which fucking two tests anyway. But so they played the first yeah. one. Um, so Bangladesh won the toss and elected to have a bowl. And uh, it wasn't looking like the best decision in the world as New Zealand rack up 328 
It was um, everyone's favourite lunch meat. Old Devin Conway would get 122. <laughs> <laughs> must have um, his hand must have fixed itself up after he punched his bat. Yeah, World oh, Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, Big Henry Nichols, I assume he's big because that's a big sounding name. He's uh, seven. He made 75. Um, it was uh, Islam with three for 69, and Mahidi Hussain with three for 86, doing the most of the damage oh. for, the, for the bangers. Um, so you would have thought 328 is not too bad. Bangladesh make 458 in reply. So um, no one made a ton of bangers. Banging. There was a lot of guys, yeah. there's a lot of 80s and 60s and 70s for Bangladesh. So leading the way, what was that, Ruskin? <laughs> they were very patient with their batting. They let a lot of balls go. New Zealand didn't bowl particularly well, too wide. And yeah, as you said, David, if the top four all make 80, well, hmm. That's 320. So, yep. Yeah, so it was. Um, good maths. <laughs> it was Mominal Huck with 88 and Linton, Litton Dust with 86 leading the runs. Uh, Big Trent Bolt took four for 85 for the New Zealanders. And Neil Wagner decided not to bowl short and he would take three, four, 101. So good old Ginfer for Neil yeah. Wagner there. So well bowled, champ. Good on him. I wish him all the best. So, uh, second time up, New Zealanders get rolled for 169. Oh, chomp chomp. Yeah. yeah, so speaking of chomp chomp, young Will Young will get 69. Hello, chomp hey. chomp. A meal for two. And the man on his way out the door took some runs with him, and that was Ross Taylor who would make 40. On your Roscoe. It was Ebedat Hosan who takes six for 46 for Bangladesh, and Tuscan Ahmed would take three for 38. I think he is a long distant relative of the Tuscan Raiders from uh, Star Wars. So good work to him. Well done. Like who took six for, he had a bowling average of about 85 before this test. Oh, match. really? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's, I heard an interview with him. He's from the, um, he's in the Bangladesh Army, and until he was 18, he was a volleyball player. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Our very duo Bangladesh cricket. <laughs> that's it. A, a code hopper, if you will, Ross. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm sure Bangladesh cricket gave him a huge marketing deal to come across to play cricket. Well, I think the only one pays for him, so that was lucky. That's why they could afford to do it, perhaps. Part of his yeah. service to Yeah, but I was being serious too, so yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is why we're number one this synergy. This is why we're the best. City, no, it should be army paid him, but I don't know. Well, maybe. <laughs> this is why we're so good and so well listened to. And there's a bloke in a jumper walking past you. Like, he looks very businesslike with a satchel <laughs> under his arm. Like, you talk and I think, oh, hang on, I'm going to be serious here. And rather than myself being in a darkened room, you can't even see me. All righty, all right, you two, stop fighting about your backdrops. Um, so Bangladesh would need 39 to win and they would get it two down after they slumped to three, one for three, making everyone think, fuck, don't tell me the gunner. But um, no one really did anything of any interest. So anyway, Bangladesh won, so one of them. That is the first time that Bangladesh has beaten New Zealand in a test match. Is also the first time that Bangladesh has won any international game ever against. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Outside of Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, play one away or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh. won an international against New Zealand ever. So, an inter- so uh, yeah, which it's not worded very well, but I think that's what it means in a away game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what right under the bangers? So. Um, Mm. So they've got that... another test starting sometime next week, I assume. Yeah, that's it. And it was, it was work, good. So. It was good, Mick, because do you know what day that test started on? New Year's Day. New Year's Day. It started on the 1st of January. That's Amazing. Should be. That's why the wow. SCG test had to be moved back to give that clean air, mate. Uh, oh, right. A good KO, point. KO right. went to Cricket Australia and went, oi, cunts. <laughs> uh, got a problem. <laughs> you here. move your test match back. We want everyone <laughs> watching this New Zealand banger this Blockbuster. Right? Yeah. This is how we're going to get subscriptions, and don't you at Cricket Australia fuck with us, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Remember who pays the bills? That's they did the hand motion of rubbing money between their fingers and thumb. Mm. Cricket right. Australia crumpled. So, so from international cricket, we're going to move on. Like a another international series going on at the moment, Nick. Yeah, I don't care about that one. We're going to talk about domestic cricket. This podcast is too long as it is. So um, speaking of domestic <laughs> cricket, 
though, the ECB has recalled um, some of their players from the BBL to come home so they can uh, quarantine oh, up before they go to Barbados for a T20 International Series. So the yes. ECB has taken six players out um, of the BBL to return to the motherland. That is assuming that, that it is their motherland because how often English players <laughs> includes anyone. So we don't really know if it is So as mentioned, the players need to return to England by Jan 7th, which is Friday. Um, so they can get ready for a T20I series in Barbados. I assume that's against the West Indies. Yep. Uh, so the six players in question are Sam Billings and Shakib Mahmood from the Sydney Thunder, George Garton from the Strikers, Chris Jordan, who had already returned home. So I'm not sure how he's recalled if he's already home. But anyway, good work to the Cricket Australia website. Uh, James Vince from the Sydney Sixers. Time, uh, time, fucking, what's that guy's name? Mills. Time, time, Mills from the Perth Scorchers. Um, and thank fuck Reese Topley from the Melbourne Renegades. Yes. Team <laughs> just got better. Uh, so, um, but there is a couple of English people that are not required, so they're allowed to stay. And that's Tom yeah. Bell, Ben Duckett at the Heat, Harry Brook and Jordan Thompson yeah. at the Hurricanes, Joe Clark, who had been getting some runs for the Stars. I think he might have COVID mm, at the moment. Uh, Laurie Evans, who's over at the Scorches. And Alex Hales has not been picked, and he will stay in the Thunder. Yes, Alex. I think he's ever going to be picked. Alex Hales may never play international cricket again if he's not getting a record for a T20 side. Um, just, we t- I reckon we kicked the head off his career. You reckon? <laughs> might have lied about altercation uh, uh, with someone. Um, his I career think away. what the England selectors have done is they put an embargo on his. Name. <laughs> good, that's very good. I was annoyed you interrupted me, but that was a good joke. I'm proud <laughs> of you, Ron. Um, <laughs> uh, we talked about this last year, I reckon about really? the, need, the need of English players to go to England first before going to Barbados. Why do uh, they need to yeah. go to England and then Barbados, they can't just go straight yeah. from Australia via America or, or via USA? How would they do it? Mm-hmm. They're English clothing. Oh, it's true. You've got to go home first, get your England shorts, and then off to Barbados. There is, there is supply chain shirt. issues worldwide, so that might be the case. <laughs> that was a good one. You're right, Alex, last year when the Australian team was going to the West Indies and the uh, Dan Christian had to come back to Australia and do something yeah, and then or... fly into the West Indies from the UK. Yeah, oh, that was what it was. Yeah, so yeah I don't yeah. understand why. Uh, maybe it's quarantine rules in... Yeah, there Barbados, might be some bullshit about it. It's easy to get to Barbados from England from a COVID point of view as opposed to... Yeah, could be. We're yeah. having a million cases a day at the moment. There might be less stopovers or something. You might be able to fly direct. Maybe that's the issue going through America first from Australia because you can't really fly direct to the Caribbean, I'm pretty sure, from Australia. You have to yeah, go up to LAX or something. Yeah, the test series I played, they made us go via Orlando. <laughs> yeah, Orlando. Oh, we just catch a uh, basketball game. Yeah, so then went to Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. That would have been a fun trip. Talk us through it. We had a few warm-up games. So we played the uh, Prime Minister's eleven. I got a really crafty 35 before I got run out by um, Mark Cosgrove. So that was... Oh, God. Uh, Sounds like a Warwick Todd diary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to domestic cricket. We're going to talk about the BBL a little bit. We're just going to do. Did you make a crafty thirty-five? Is it all French cuts? No, it's just yeah, slips. Yeah, that's it. French cuts and drop catches. That was my thing. Nothing forward of square. I think is crafty. Yeah. All your runs behind square. Yeah, I was running with Cosgrove, and the guy picked it up from the field, and everyone said, throw to the fat guys in, and we both thought we were going to be all right, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's pretty good. uh, BBL performances. So we're going to start off with a Hobart Hurricane. Benny McDermott, I'll concede in a sex tape. He became the first player in BBL history to make back-to-back tons. He scored 110 against the Strikers and 127 against the Renegades. For those playing at home, the Strikers are dead last and the Renegades are third last, but it doesn't matter. Well done to Benny McDermott. It was a great effort, back-to-back times. Yeah, yeah. very good. And then he's done true Australian domestic form and pretty much not made a run since then. Yeah, single <laughs> figures, Maxwell style. Yeah. Uh, so next up is the Earl Sandwich, Jason Sanger of the Sydney Thunder, who made 91 not out against the Strikers. And really, um, hopefully for his sake, it might be the thing that really starts to kick his career off because he... Um, Stalled a little bit. So Alex and I watched this one on New Year's Eve. 
And it raised a point, which we'll have a quick discussion about here. So he played, well, the reason we started hearing about Jason Sang was because he was playing in the under-19s and he was captain of Australia from memory and everything like that. Yes. There was a young man in that under-19s team with Jason Sang with a lot of talk about him. Lloyd Pope. No, Stone Cold. Yeah. Steve oh. Austin War. And we have not yeah. heard anything about Aussie War for a very long time, Alex and I were talking about the other day. Yeah, night. fell so, off the radar. Yeah, just, yeah, it must be just making runs in Sydney grade cricket, That's just it. knocking on the door. Very, yeah, very, very quietly. No, just very, very quietly. Just like, uh, <laughs> is, I've just made a World Craft at 35. <laughs> 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 Nothing in front of the square. <laughs> So uh, two nights later, the Sydney Thunder Strikers game was moved from Sydney to Adelaide or vice versa. I can't remember which way it went. Um, but this time it was the Thunder's Matty Jilk to have made 93. And in fairness, probably got robbed of a ton because he was given out, caught in the outfield. And it looked like there was a bit of grass underneath that ball. But the umpire said it was out. And, you know, the, the old saying, 3D images and 2D, 2D images don't match up. So you can't Or shortening, out. it's called. Yeah. Yes. Um, so next up was the six of Sean Abbott, who arguably had nearly the game of the year. So he took four for 31, including an amazing fucking catch to get rid of Chris Lynn. And then I also believe he hit the winning runs against the Heat as well. That was a game where like Heat made 100 off 19 overs, and then he hit the winning runs off the last ball. They chased yeah. down 120 overs. So good deck, apparently. Yeah. You'd hope so. Fucking hell. Uh, so... It's a lot of thunder on this and a lot of strikers. They just keep playing each other. So Dan Sands take four for 33. And um, the next one, which is a bit of an, it's more interesting than it is an actual um, good performance. Per Scorchers, um, Andrew Ty got taken out of the attack for bowling oh. bean balls. So he um, could not finish his overs. And he is the leading wicket taker in the comp. So yeah, he's going all right. I think he's lost yeah. that title now to someone from the Hurricanes, if you remember. But yeah. Mm. Um, and lastly was uh, Sydney Thunder again, Muhammad Hasnain, who took a triple wicket maiden on debut against strikers a couple of nights ago. So well done to Muhammad. That's a fair effort. So great I will, effort. I will say I haven't watched a single game since the Adelaide Test. You can just yawn your whole sentence, haven't you? <laughs> mm, yeah. I haven't watched a single game since the Adelaide Test. Geez, the games are on thick and fast. Mm. they just plugging them in. And one of the things, you know, they, they've done this thing where they play each other like almost on consecutive days now. Yeah. Or, you know, one day apart, they do the reverse fixture. Yeah, well, that, it's clever because it allows them to play each other, sort of keep the fixture rolling yeah. because the two teams get the same rest. Uh. The rest of it. So, I don't know. It seems, it seems <laughs> what I've found with that for the games I was watching before, Christmas is that it actually made it a bit boring because, like, oh, these two teams. Oh, are yeah. Mm. It's concerning. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, that's what they're after the casual fan, Alex. And if I turned on two different nights and it's the same, yes. you know, oh, you're definitely on. not casual in any aspect <laughs> of your life. So. I'm wearing a tie right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the old BBL is a bit snake bit at the moment because there is players dropping left, right, and center of COVID. Glennie Maxwell was one of the victims today. As we're about 15 blokes from the Brisbane Heat, so their game tonight had been cancelled. The Stars put together yeah, a makeshift Maxwell get second 11, basically, and uh, try and, and plus some international guys and lost to the Renegades. Trav Dean. Yeah, Trav Dean. The Stars were so bad, Finchie made half, made 50 runs, made half a century. So that's our bad start. <laughs> um, I will say, Mick, that uh, I agree with David Kolloff. It was too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of it. Point it out. No, no, not just call it off for this year. Get oh, rid of it. So your hatred of T20 is spread from international to domestic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan Bredick, your man, A BBL hub in Melbourne because we have three or four first-class grounds. So... I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if that's going to be any better because fucking there's plenty of COVID here in Melbourne as well. So I don't know if that's going to fix the problem. What but... they're going to do is they're going to actually take over a wing of Barwon Prison and lock the BBL <laughs> players in there, and they're going to let them out on day release yeah, to play a game through the window. <laughs> See it from meters away. <laughs> Catch this, and they're going to just let them out on day release to go to Cadinia Park, um, Dockland Stadium, Junction. Or Melton. Melbourne Cricket. Oh, yeah. 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 And, for... yeah. and they've, yeah, they've 
They've also rung up and checked, and yeah, Sean, Swan Hill Showgrounds is available, and that's where they're going to play Thunder versus, um, yeah, Thunder versus um, Sixes. The Sydney Smash is going to be in Swan Hill because it starts with us. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> cool. yeah, that's what Dan Braddock told me anyway. So, um, True. Donald uh, main Fuck over number out. one, um, not available. Uh, no, good. No. There no alliteration. There no team starting with D. Stooged again. Yeah, yeah. unlucky Didn't Trav Dean isn't more famous because then you can yeah. have like Dean's Donald. Yeah, that's it. And if they had a dog track around it, they would have done it because then they could have talked about that. Yeah, the, whole track. Game. the dog, yeah. Track, dog track, Trav Dean T Twenty spectacular yeah. in Donald. And they have a loud spectator there called Yabba. So just that in. No. <laughs> I think he's a dabadoo. Yeah. In Donald, <laughs> <laughs> you can see all the sights in Donald too, like yeah, the, yeah. the stuff cook that a, looks like a bullock's head. I mean, the Cooker Biscuit Factory. Yep, back to they'll the provide the catering for the um, uh, course, international obviously. media contingent. Yeah, yeah. cup of um, Nets Cafe and bloody biscuit. There I think go. they're a Macona region yeah, up there. Mate. Oh, really? Sure, yeah, one hundred percent Macona across the Bullock Shire. So. <laughs> COVID free, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. COVID free COVID since free. forever. Yeah. And that's because, as Mick told us, most of that shy is dirt. Dirt can't get covered. And, and it's salt lakes with no water in there. Yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about <laughs> Steve or son Austin? Yes. Yeah, he's oh, got, he's got some news. Pubis, does he? Got some news. I got asked you pubis. What else happens to young blokes who play cricket? Uh, I get stress fractures in the back. No, no, hey. no they go surfing. Oh, close. Just couldn't be fucked. So here's the <laughs> quote. Here's the quote from Ben Dorsius, the um, Sutherland cricket captain. This is from about a year oh. ago. He's not that interested in playing this year, and wanted to spend a little bit of time away from it. So that's what's happened. Mm. Pushed too hard to so. For those players at home, Ben Dorsch is the man from the Sixers with the funky moustache as well. So. That's hilarious. Moustache, yeah. He does have one. It's good to see we talked about Jason Avocado playing a bit of good local cricket. And the next week, okay. Melbourne Stars listen to us. They sign him up as a replacement player. Yeah, we have. So the pair of our podcast. Yeah. David's frozen himself there. That's clever. I haven't seen yeah. that before. Oh, he's oh, back. He's back now. Yeah, we've called out many a name to international cricket and higher honours, haven't we? Roddy Boland. Marnus. We were on before everyone. Oh, was on, yeah. Yeah, I was on Nathan Marnus. Line before anyone thought he was cool. And yeah. I still don't think that. So it's good I know who he is, half the openers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> International players, they don't know who he is. What? They yeah, have a So what? enough of that. So uh, <laughs> Scorchers are on top, six of the second, the rest are making up the numbers. So we're going to move <laughs> off from the, we're going to move off from domestic cricket into the other, the third branch of our three-branch tree of podcasting, and that oh, is local cricket. We have a focus oh, on it, yeah. after all. Special focus. So, um... As there hasn't been any games in local cricket um, since uh, the last podcast, I've got, but I do have a bit more of the old mid-season stats, which we do ah, yes. go through. Oh, so yes, we do please. love mid-season stats. So, um, so so far this season across Australia, there has been two million nine hundred and eighty thousand and eleven overs have been bowled. Is that all? That's I would have all. been like three million. Because mm. one day is, mate. It's fucking not. Ah, uh, yeah, not bowling as many overs. So, because uh, some comps run with eighty-five overs. Yeah, in some have seventy. Two days and some then forty yeah. and forty. But and some go, 85. some go fifty, fifty, and then yeah. eighty-five. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking comps. in your direction. Yeah. Why? Good yeah. point, Alex. Why? Yeah. So more overs. Mm. So of those the same. overs, three hundred and. 300,041 were maidens. That's just to take over 10% for those playing at home. I'm surprised yeah. it's that high. I'd think Same here. 8 or 9%. Yeah. I thought it'd probably be even 5%, I thought. So I'm yeah. way off the mark. Well, it's it a one-day call, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone's internet keeps fucking freezing, so I go to talk. Yeah. It's like someone's going to talk. All everyone's right, so right. Um, we had 300 and 337,589 catches. Hit on the ground, cunts. That's all you got to do. Um, yep. So, there was this of, aerial stroke play. Yeah, of really those dismissals, 132,011 were ducks. That is just a tick over 19% of all dismissals have been ducks so far. This Fucking year. hell. That's huge. Like England cricket team. I've, uh, <laughs> I've contributed to that 
uh, number a couple of times this year, I think. I haven't yet, not on board, but I'm sure it'll come at some point. Um, so there's been 12,190,112 runs. Um, there's been 35,139 half centuries, 3,304 centuries. So across Australia, as a collective batting unit, yep. we average 17.61. That's yeah. great. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> that is park cricket at its finest. Yep. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing about park cricket is like, you know, at, at the real lower levels where we've sort of all played our cricket, um, except for yourself, Alex, when you played turf. Yeah, yeah, except for I'm, I'm better than you guys, and I know that I'm better, so that's the main thing. Um, is that like, say you're a gun, right? Like a gun at like low level cricket, your average maybe 22 to you know, higher than 22. You, you're a pretty dependable bat, right? Like you, you shit most of the time of your life, and you don't contribute anything else to the team other than batting, and most of the time, or half the time, you make less than 20. Like, don't you reckon that's like, I don't that's know how good. my bats would do it in lower levels. I'm bowling. No. That's great. I don't give a shit how many runs I make. I bowl. Like, I can contribute that way, right? Really tricky they, right now. But, yeah. but, you know, they um they might make less than 20, but they have good chat in the field usually. So yeah. they contribute Bring a lot something. to the change room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Might do the square leg for 10 overs. So not all bad. <laughs> I just find that, like, interesting. And you might make a 50 once a year, right? Something yeah, but that's why there's so much broken cricket equipment and holes in walls in different club rooms and stuff, Alex. It's a frustrating game. You know? oh, it's, it's that one yeah, 50 it's, that keeps it's, you going, it's, Alex. You remember how good that was? Yeah. You know, I can do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually at the end of the year you get it, so it makes you go through the next year. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm back in form. I'll play another year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'll be back in form in seven months' time yeah. when I next pick up a bat. <laughs> Uh, also, so one just uh, while we're talking, like quick shout out to Sam Sam Carmichael of the Freeling Cricket Club in South Australia. His score of two hundred and seventy not out of two hundred and two balls is the highest score so far of this Australian summer. So his oh, innings man. included twenty four fours and fourteen sixes. I have a real go. So uh, he's a big, unsurprisingly, he's a big fella, Sam, and he was obviously whacking these poor pricks everywhere. So, yeah. So well done to him. So, yeah, shout out to, he's on, like, so at the moment on the My Cricket homepage, they have a top 10 of batting averages and bowling averages um, across the nation. Really? There's no qualifying, there's no any of that. So Sam Carmichael, who made 270 not out here, for the year is averaging 302 because he got <laughs> He made 32 in another game and went out. They're the only two games he's played. Oh, God, on a high. Well, I've always said that about Carmichael. If he makes 33, he goes on to make 270 or so. It's a bit Marcus Northish. I will say, too, it's also true then um, if, you know, some team makes runs against you, you say, yeah, it's easy. They only made 170. If we each make 17, (laughs) we can get this. (laughs) That's the average. Average. So, yeah, it's possible. It can chase 107. It's doable. 180, not doable. No. Everyone needs to make 18. Yeah, not possible. The average is 17. That's it. Likely not going to happen, Ross. Unlikely. May as well just shake hands and walk off, have a beer. That's it. It's why yep. we play. Hashtag why we play. Yeah. Drink yeah. piss and not play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Alrighty. So okay. that is the end of all my prepared statements for this podcast. So uh, <laughs> not a press else? conference where you've done yeah. something wrong, Mick. Yeah, so open the questions. The feedback or anything else I would like to add before we put a bow on this first podcast of 2022 yes David. To just that all i wanted to add was that the bangladesh men's national volleyball team is currently ranked number 93 in the world oh and the women's side is 119 well they're missing that bloke who took six for obviously yeah, yeah. he was their libero yeah. <laughs> he's the bradman of bangladeshi volleyball <laughs> well he was he's not anymore yeah no cricket stole him code hopper yeah, marketing fund. So lots of money in the Bangladeshi yeah, marketing fund. Apparently, he's got a, um, a recycling contract too. Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple of cardboard cutouts. <laughs> Just a final thought from me, Mick. Uh, yes, test series going on South Africa uh, hosting India. First test, India won by 113 runs thanks to a ton to KL Rahul. 
And now we're looking at the second test. South Africa um, are currently 161 runs behind. I've done this the wrong way. India are currently 161 runs in front, four wickets remaining. The six for 188. This is the third innings of the match. So this will be an interesting one. South Africa so far haven't scored more than 230 in any of their three completed innings. So I reckon if the last four wickets can they stump up another 50 or so runs, it could be ding, ding, game on. Bring and a one, ding, ding. Dean Elgar still decided tonight because they're at lunch at the minute. Dean Elgar mm. skipper, isn't he? I think. Yep. Still yep. playing, unreal. Oh, I go. wish him all the best, to be honest. Yes, uh, and actually, in fact, to both teams, I wish them both the best of luck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. So um, that'll about do us, I reckon, because we don't have much else going on. So, um, no, so much thank on you, to everyone, for having a listen. Thank you to Frederick Howard Socks. Uh, do yourself a favour. Get online. Valentine's Day is coming up, so buy some socks and someone for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's some with love hearts or like a bird the, the bees or something. Yeah. 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 If you misses a cow, I know there's ones with cows on them. So. Yeah. So, yeah. There's ones with a cat on a fence of the moonlight behind them. So if that's relevant to your your partner or yourself, um, yeah, get that pair. Is there any non-binary socks out there, do you think? From right, no, that'll do Sort of stuff yeah, they're doing. I'm sure. Oh, well, I think there's some cricket. Yeah, nice ones. Oh, yeah. right. yeah. oh, that'd be good. Alrighty, so yeah, that'll do us. So thank you, fuck you, bye bye. <laughs> oh. uh, caught me off guard that last ending line there. Oh, <laughs> Shit, that yeah, was one of our worst.